Hey friends, it's Daniel. Just want to let you know that we had a little bit of an audio issue with Chad's mic during our Flick Charts segment. We got it fixed for the review, so no worries there. You should be able to still hear it just fine. It shouldn't interrupt the fun we have while we play the awesome game Flick Chart. So sorry about that, but I hope you enjoy the episode. You're listening to the Screeners Podcast Network. From the big screen to the small screen and everything in between, this is the Screeners Podcast, where all media is appreciated, but none is safe. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Screeners Podcast. I'm Josh. This is Chad. I'm Chris. I'm Daniel. And I'm April. And we are back to talk and argue and kvetch about all things media. Yes. <laughs> yes. Josh, I, I love it. I love it when you do the intro, man. There. This I is mean, the greatest. <laughs> so good. I think we have a syllable limit on the words, Josh. <laughs> Kvetch is like one syllable I know. if you do it right. <laughs> I think we have a, I think we have an intelligence quotient limit on the uh, words you use, Josh. Amen. <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to comment on that one. Anyway, we're back to talk about media. <laughs> we sure we're, are. We're still here. We sure are. <laughs> we. And if you'd like to talk about media with us, we would love to hear from you. We've got Facebook, Screeners Podcast, Twitter, at ScreenersCast. You can email us at ScreenersCast at gmail.com if that's your thing. Any way you want to get in touch with us, we would love to have a conversation. So without any further ado, any more syllables from me, let's jump right into Jump Cuts. Jump all right, it's that time of year, otherwise known as whenever we want to do it. One of the most <laughs> popular segments of the Screeners podcast, and that mm-hmm. is the return to flickchart.com. Yes. That's right, yes. people. In an effort to not embarrass ourselves with our fairly pathetic top 20 all-time list, and to welcome April to the game that is Flickchart, we have decided to jump back in to pit one movie against the other and to see which one comes out on top. This game is so popular, it even got Josh to participate. Yes. He has I, seen... I was just going to say, the goals of not embarrassing ourselves and inviting me back to do this mm-hmm. are somewhat counter. I don't. Counter I just other. don't feel like it would be a screener's game of flick chart unless we had you to say, I haven't seen it, or all of us to just say, Josh hasn't seen it. Let's move to the next one. It's just part of the <laughs> fabric of the game, Josh. It's true. So we're glad that you're here with us tonight. For those of you that would like to play along, uh, you can find Flickchart at flickchart.com, and specifically you can find us at flickchart.com slash screenerspodcast. Please feel free to get on there, check out our list, see what we've voted, and tell us how wrong we are. There's no doubt that you will think some of that as we go. So guys, the rules are fairly simple. Two movies enter, one advances, and uh, we have five of us tonight, so the main rule is that in order to vote, you must have seen both films, and if there is a tie, we go to Rotten Tomatoes, right? That's right. Should we just like go to IMDb or something? It is the objectively true way to know whether (laughs) or not a movie is good or not, is Rotten Tomatoes. Objectively true. Objectively correct. So, with that in mind, guys, are we ready to jump in. Born ready. All right. Let's do it. So here we go. The first movie is The Matrix 1999 versus Okay. Chinatown 1974, a movie oh, Josh man. has definitely not seen. Uh, so let's start with Daniel. 
Ooh, both great movies. Um, it's been a long time since I've seen Chinatown, and I've only seen it once. So I've seen The Matrix a lot more than I've seen Chinatown. Um, so I just have a more fully-fledged opinion on it. So I, I'll, I'll go Matrix, but both great movies. Chris? Uh, no surprise here. Uh, the, the poster's <laughs> literally hanging behind me. The Matrix. <laughs> okay. And April? Uh, sadly, I've only seen half of Chinatown. So can I, can I give half a vote? I'm not mm. alone. Mm. <laughs> mm. And so Josh, I'm not sure if it qualifies. Josh, you've also only seen half of Chinatown. <laughs> I mean, is that the one with Chris Tucker and... Uh... Yes. Whoa, yes. Okay. Wow. So, <laughs> wow. So my vote doesn't matter anyway. Oh, my anyway, gosh. I mean, Chris... Rush Hour, Chinatown is the same thing. Is yeah. Wow. That was a, it's a little joke. The, uh, yeah, I know. I got it. I got it. The Chris and Chris Jr. show has me outvoted anyway on The Matrix. Perfect. Although, I think in this case, I would probably also agree, it is The Matrix. Moving on, the next round is... Okay. Terminator 3 Rise of the Machines versus <laughs> Uncle Boonmay, who can recall his past lives. Nope, I haven't seen that second one. What? <laughs> That's a movie, yeah. people. I don't make this thing up. I know it's just is what it is. Delete. Uh, flick, gonna, flick, flick chart, go home, you're drunk. A, we're going to do a haven't seen that one. Uh, Wait a second. No one? Really? Josh, or just I, any movies not, ever? I've never heard of it. Josh, Apparently. wait, hang on. Josh, have you I seen I was going to say I hadn't seen T3, but. <laughs> <laughs> it would have been maybe the greatest moment in Flick Chart history had you seen that movie, Josh. I'm going to That would have been a great. So. All right, so we have Terminator 3 Rise of the Machines from 2003 versus Peter Jackson's King Kong from 2005. Daniel, what do you say? Uh, King Kong is an underrated masterpiece. Oh, my God. Oh. Dear Lord. It is. It is. So uh, very easily, that's my choice. Masterpiece, you say? Mm-hmm. I, yes, I stand by that. I'm going with Terminator Three: Rise of the Machines. Uh, you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger picking up that casket—that was—that was a scene there right there. Like a fire truck scene in there that was pretty cool. I don't know. It was a crane. It was a, a crane. huge crane. A crane. Yeah, man, I've yeah, seen that yeah, movie yeah. multiple times, even though it is not good. But I'd still choose T3 over King Kong. Over King Kong. Come on. Okay, uh, April. Do you agree with Daniel? This is an underrated masterpiece, King Kong. Well, I do like King Kong, but sadly, I have not seen Terminator Three. Oh, I'm feeling man, like man. a really lame mom right now. So just move on. We have absolutely found Josh's uh, soulmate here. I don't know. <laughs> oh no! It's just what's great happening to have here. here with no. me. <laughs> Josh? Don't do that to poor April. Sad. <laughs> yeah, she just got here. That is true. I me. think that was rather insulting of me. I apologize, April. <laughs> Josh, um, what do you got? Uh, you know, I actually thought I had seen T three, and then you guys started describing scenes, you, and I was like, no. You've seen it. We watched it. We watched it at least once or twice at the at our. Uh, okay, I'm, I'm going to believe I hear you. What your weekend getaway? I mean, what are you trying to say? <laughs> What are words? <laughs> I was trying to think. I was going to say dorm room or apartment. I couldn't remember which one it was. It was probably, probably our, apartment. Yeah, well, it's probably it was apartment. In, it was in college, you know. Uh, <laughs> if I have seen it, then it's tough because King Kong was an overrated journey through the mind of no someone who no. cannot self-edit. No. Oh. Yes. <laughs> oh, wow. As a matter of fact. Um, I think that King Kong is fairly terrible. I think it gets worse the yeah. more that you see it's it. Ridiculous. Uh, it's That's it's ridiculous. Josh, I agree with you 100%. It's an example of Peter Jackson being told not being told no. He can just do anything he wants to. It's long, it's uh, it's bloated. It's not it's not that good. 
It's like that, that, said, lost, that last Hobbit film. And I own it on HD DVD. So. <laughs> yes, that said, <laughs> it is still better than Terminator Rise of the Machines. There's no doubt about it. T3 is not good. It's not good. Amen. So King Kong moves forward. All right. At this rate, we're going to have enough time to do two more movies. All right, here we go. <laughs> we have Inception, Chris Nolan from 2010. Oh, versus the classic Clockwork Orange. Oh. Daniel, oh. what do you got? Uh, if if you if you liked what I had to say last round, you're gonna love this. Uh, <laughs> a Clockwork Orange sucks. I hate that movie. Uh, I hate it. Hate it. So uh, yeah. But and also, Inception's incredible. So there you go. Inception it is. Mm. Mm. King Kong is I a mean, masterpiece. He's, he's two for two on the wrong clock, statements. Clockwork Orange, but... Orange is terrible. Okay, Chris, what do you think? <laughs> I, I have not seen Clockwork Orange, so I'm not gonna Ooh, be able to vote. Don't watch it. Little light viewing for with the girls on Friday night. Yeah. yeah, just a little bit of rape. Just just a lot of rape. Just lots of it. Is there a, ever a little lots, bit? I don't lots really understand of what that means, but okay. Just sit uh, down and watch a lot of rape. Oh my gosh. I think Daniel has strong yeah, feelings terrible. about this. Um, terrible, April, guys. can you bring some sanity to this discussion? Okay. Well, I don't know if this counts. I was in the room during a clockwork orange viewing that my husband was watching. So I was watching it. But I also hated every moment, so I kind of was like yes. playing a game on my phone while it was on. So does that count? Mm. It counts. Sure. Mm. Yeah, it counts. For the purposes of flick chart. <laughs> well, it counts. So there's I'm going a very with... high standard of flick chart people. <laughs> I'm going with Inception. I actually really love that movie, so I probably would have picked yes. it anyway, even if I was okay. paying attention. Josh, please God help me. Josh. <sighs> I mean, it's been so long since I've seen A Clockwork Orange. <laughs> it is, like you said, a classic. It's it's rough. Uh, Daniel's not wrong in saying it's it's a rough movie to watch, but I wouldn't say it's terrible for that reason. Um, Inception was decent. A little bit over-effecty at times. Uh, I'm just going to vote for A Clockwork Orange because... Because there it is. Yeah, I'm just here to be a. Yeah, you're going to vote for a Clockwork Orange because it's far superior to Inception in every conceivable Ooh. way. Inception is so. You talk about overrated. That movie oh is not overrated. terrible. Yeah, no, it's it is overrated. Come on. It is overrated. People, you're wrong. people you're like wrong. you, people are like oh it is an God. unmitigated, you brilliant people. masterpiece. And it's <laughs> none not. of those words it's left on that. It's not. <laughs> none of those words left on that. So King Kong's right. a masterpiece. Where does Inception fall on that scale, Daniel? Is King Kong better than Inception? Uh, that's a good question. I don't know. Mm, I don't know. Words matter. So, my point being that I don't hate Inception. I think it's fine. Uh, and not liking a movie, not enjoying the experience of watching a movie doesn't mean the movie is not good. So, I think Clockwork Orange is brilliant. So, uh, that's a two-to-two two tie. So, we get to go to Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, it's pretty clear a, which one's going to win here. I don't know. Inception was very popular. Inception is 86. 86, yep. And A Clockwork Orange is 90%. Yay! Barely. Oh. Barely. What's the audience on, on a, cl- a Clockwork Orange? Yeah. 93%. Oh, wow. In your two face. I am in the minority. In your face. Yeah. Yeah, it's not a lot of fun to watch. There's no doubt. Okay, so that takes us to Zach and Miri make a porno <laughs> versus yes. the, Chronicles like the, of, yeah, the Chronicles of Narnia 
The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. This is the newest I'm one, out. right? Yeah, 2005. Walden Media? Okay. Yep, yeah. that's it. Daniel, what do you think? It doesn't happen often, ladies and gentlemen. It doesn't happen often. I have not seen Zach and Mary make a porno. Really? All right. All right. Chris? Uh, Narnia. Although I I definitely laughed, Zach and Mary, but Narnia is better. I do remember, yes. We saw that movie together. Yes, we I, did. How long ago was that? When did this movie come out? 2008, like right? 11 yeah. years ago. <laughs> wow, that's crazy. Okay. All right. Uh, April? I have not seen Zach and Mary make a porno. Okay. I'm a lame Josh? <laughs> oh, come on. I haven't seen either of those. <laughs> oh, man. So this doesn't <laughs> you count. You haven't seen Narnia? Come on. Yeah. So there's not enough of us to have seen it. So uh, no, I not only haven't seen Narnia, I haven't read Narnia. That's oh, so that's sad. Can, sad. So you can leave you can leave Narnia though, right? And just just ditch uh, Second Mary. We can because I believe Chris. I think wasn't that the weekend that I proposed to my wife? I believe it was. So we came. <laughs> we I, I yeah we surprised I my wife and we flew yes. down and we had a, a day early to see a movie and uh, Melody and Chris and my wife and I saw this movie. It's actually really funny and kind of it sweet. Is. It's sweet. It is. It's got a good message, but anyway. It was it was in those like gross out humor yeah. uh, stuff like knocked up. That was like the height and, of Seth Rogen, yeah, right? That was not, like yeah. his peak. Yeah. yeah. All right, so we will uh, say we haven't seen Zack and Mary, and we now have The Chronicles of Narnia versus The Silence of the Lambs. Oh, oh my gosh. Oh man. Daniel. That can't be a contest, uh, right? Look, uh, I love Don't Lion Witch and Wardrobe. Fantastic <laughs> fantastic movie. But look, it's Silence of the Lambs. I mean, that's one of the best movies of all time. It's Silence of the Lambs. Thank goodness. Would you say it's a masterpiece, Daniel? <laughs> yes. Yes. I would <laughs> relinquish <right>. that word. <laughs> Alright, Chris, what do you think? Yeah, Silence of the Lambs wins clearly, but I do like Narnia quite a bit. Okay, a April. Hands down, Silence of the Lambs. Josh, have you seen both of these? Well, we know you haven't seen Narnia. Have you seen Silence Correct. of the Lambs? Yes, I have. It's been a long time, but okay. wait, have I seen it all? I must have seen it all. We watched all three of them. Yeah, okay, okay. Have I you know watched out your with entire you. college experience, <laughs> Josh, from Chris? Chris forced me to watch a lot of things that I wouldn't have otherwise watched. We watched like the entire series of Alias in that apartment. We did. Oh, that's great. <laughs> On DVD. Oh, so good. Yes, you tr- he tried to help you, Josh. You just wouldn't accept his outreach. <laughs> All right, Silence of the Lambs it is. Next, we have uh, Napoleon Dynamite 2004 oh, wow. versus Adaptation. 2002 two oh, very man. different movies oh, all right gosh. daniel what do you say uh, uh look i'm gonna be honest uh napoleon dynamite came out when i was man i, I must have been like in middle Three. school that was like right down the heart of my humor in middle school <laughs> uh that was just it but adaptation is just really good i think it's one of the up there with one of the best screenplays of all time is very 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 well written so uh yeah so i'll, I'll go adaptation okay chris Oh man, so different. <laughs> I'm having a hard time even comparing them. Um, I mean, <sighs> adaptation was fine. I don't know. I, I I'm surprised we got that from Chris. To be honest with you, <laughs> <laughs> seems like such a Chris movie. <laughs> so yeah, I'm, I'm I'm not gonna go with adaptation. Um, what is the other one? I don't remember the other movie. You don't is even now. know. Whatever it is, I'm just that's what I'm voting for. Napoleon Dynamite. That's right, Napoleon Dynamite. Yes, that's it. Sorry, okay. that's my vote. A- April. 
I saw this movie in the theater before it got its cult following, so I was an OG Napoleon Dynamite. All right, oh, so man. you were cool before it was cool to be cool, and Josh hated everything before it was cool to hate everything. So, Josh, yep. <laughs> what is answer, your choice? The answer to this question is clearly adaptation. Hmm. 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 This the one is deciding actually, vote. This I hate going last. So this is this. So is, why do you I'll always go last? Go last. This yeah. is hard because for what they both are trying to do, they do it extremely yeah. well. I mean, Napoleon Dynamite is it was really kind of off kilter and funny and weird in all the best ways. But adaptation, oh, I'm gonna have to go with adaptation. It's it's yes. close though. Yes, it's yes. really close. Really very close. All right, let's do a few more, and then we'll jump into our top 20 and see if we can narrow it down. We have Mr. and Mrs. Smith, 2005, mm. versus One Hour Photo from 2002. Mm. A little old school contest there. Daniel? Uh, one Hour Photo's fine. I don't really have any um, any affinity for it. It's, it's not bad, but it's not good. It's not really good either. Um, I really, really like Mr. and Mrs. Smith. I think that's a great movie. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to go Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Okay, Chris? Yeah, me too. Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Okay, April? I'm also going Mr. and Mrs. Smith. All right. Josh, which one of these have you not seen? Yeah, I honestly don't understand what everyone likes so much about Mr. and Mrs. Smith. It's fun! Yeah, okay. Well, I didn't see the whole thing. (laughs) But I did not like what I did see. I actually am on the team of Mr. and Mrs. Smith is just kind of okay. Um, but one hour photo also was just kind of okay. But uh, Mr. and Mrs. Smith has more votes. It wins, which takes us now. No, no, no. no. What would you vote for? You get, you you do have to cast a vote every time, Chad. I would have voted for probably Mr. and Mrs. Smith, I think. Okay. Right. Yeah. All right. That so movie your... ruined a marriage. Just throwing that out there. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Wow. Ouch. Well, you still voted for it. That's yeah, true. well. <laughs> it wasn't my marriage. I was going to say, did you say it was hers? I don't care if everybody else is going. I'm good. I'm, I'm good sorry. over here. Own fault. All right. Way to bring uh, down the podcast, April, by these little like <laughs> trivia tidbits. Oh, by the way, did you know? It's my job. So just for those of you keeping score at home, uh, Mr. and Mrs. Smith has now moved up to number 33 on our all-time list. So congratulations right. us. I'm happy with that. My yeah. goal is to get that sucker to number you one. stop it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We have the original masterpiece, some would say. Alien 1979 mm. versus 1995 version starring Robin Williams Jumanji. <laughs> Daniel. Uh, yeah, it's Alien. Chris? Yeah, just recently we rewatched the Alien films. Jumanji. Um, those are amazing. Alien. <laughs> yeah. We just recently watched. The new Jumanji is pretty good. Really good. Oh, it's fun. fantastic. Pretty great. It's great. It's yeah, great. no, it's it good. Is. It's good. April, what do you think about this one? So I saw Alien in my more adult life, and I enjoyed it. But I have a lot of really good memories connected to Jumanji. And it's oh, just man. a classic. So is this a nostalgia vote about to happen right I here? think it's a nostalgia vote. I'm going with right. Jumanji. Oh, okay. man. That was unexpected. Right. Okay. <laughs> All right, Josh. <laughs> I haven't seen Alien. The answer is Alien. April's nostalgia, notwithstanding. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> Those two movies. This is what you I'm haven't here seen for. Alien. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This is why you invited me back. This movie battle will be difficult for Chris. No, it should be easy for Chris. It has one of his all-time favorites. We have Failure to Launch from 2006. 
which one of, is one of, his favorite. one of my favorites <laughs> versus the first the first one to launch this great saga of films into the universe transformers 2007 yes. oh my gosh so failure to launch or transformers oh, daniel um i mean failure to launch is just i mean is stupid so uh yeah transformers is transformers yeah transformers is is, uh transformers is good the first one is is i would say good like it's good so yeah we'll go that one okay chris (laughs) april (laughs) as he scoffs at us uh transformers joshua have not seen failure to launch do not regret it i I actually (laughs) I actually enjoy the first Transformers. It's a good movie. It is. Yeah. I agree. It's good. It is. All right. Get that sucker into the top ten. Come on, let's do this. We, we together, everybody. We <laughs> no, can no. get Although top did, ten it, of Michael Bay movies. It did jump from one sixty two up to ninety seven, so it's in the top one hundred now. Power of your We're votes. Doing We're doing it. We're doing it. Power of your votes. Trending upward. All right. Panic Room, two thousand and two. Jodie Foster versus Gone in sixty seconds with Angelina Jolie. Let's go to you. Or Nicholas Cage. Or Nicholas Cage. <laughs> Let's go to you, uh, Daniel. What do you think? Uh, super easy. I, I think Panic Room is one of David Fincher's most underrated movies. I really like that movie a lot. Gone in 60 Seconds is stupid. So, there you go. <laughs> okay. Chris, are you going to let him say Gone in 60 Seconds is stupid? Yeah, I'm going to go with Gone in 60 Seconds. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I love gosh. that movie. Yeah, Man, so. the movie, it is dumb, but I love that. That's like yeah. that's like peak Nicolas Cage, Jerry yeah. Bruckheimer produced yeah. films. They're amazing. Yeah. April? Exactly why it sucks. So I've seen both of these, and it's been a long time. But so I don't really remember too well. But I remember liking Panic Room more. Yes. So I'm going with that. Okay, Josh. Nope. Sorry. No Panic Room here. <laughs> yeah, I think Panic Room is okay. Uh, it's fine. It's not great. But going to 60 seconds is also a little bit worse so i'm gonna go with that oh oh come on gone in 60 seconds gone in 60 seconds fun but panic room's pretty good all right here we go we have hancock 2008 (laughs) oh man versus the first x-men um no i'm sorry we have hancock 2008 versus x-men the last stand oh man that makes a difference yeah that makes a big difference which one was the last stand this is number three third one the bad one the the third one (laughs) yeah yeah yeah, so let's go to you, Daniel. Um, I I wouldn't say Hancock is Hancock has a lot of problems with it, but I, I had a lot of fun with that movie. What's wrong uh, with your brain? It, it's fun, <laughs> and so and X Men Last Stand is just it's easily the worst. Uh, it's probably the worst X Men movie. So, uh, yeah, I'll go Hancock. All right, Chris. X Men: The Last Stand might be the worst X Men movie, but yeah. it is definitely better than Hancock. So I'll oh, go on. Hancock's fun. I like it. I like it. April. Hancock was fine, but I like superhero movie. Well, I guess Hancock technically is kind of too. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, I like <laughs> X Men better, so I'm going with that. <laughs> All right, this is. The X-Men The Last Stand winning anything this is, is not something that I would have ridiculous. ever counted on. Josh, have you seen these movies? Sorry. <laughs> I love it. Unf- oh. I'm just trying to make this quicker on everyone. Yeah, so this pains me to say this, but I abhor Hancock. I <laughs> what? hate that what? movie. That movie is oh, bad. That, that movie is garbage. No. I hate it. <laughs> It really I is hate bad. it. 
Now, here's the thing. <laughs> X-Men The Last Stand, I hate that movie. It's garbage. <laughs> so I don't even know what to do with myself. So what garbage? Oh, Hancock. But if I Hancock's had, fun garbage. So if I had to watch another one right now, it would be X-Men The Last Stand, not Hancock. Yes, it would. Boo. Boo. So that movie's... Like, for the lesser of two evils. Yeah, How's it yeah. feel? <laughs> John, I do this every day in my life with all the minions <laughs> around me and they're petty. All right, so here we are. Date night, 2010. Oh, yes. Man. Wait, yeah. 2010? 2010. That's how old we are. Yeah, Tina No. Fey. Yep, 2010, brother. I'm looking at it. Versus Oh, Rain I'm man. thinking game night. That's what yeah. I'm thinking. Date yeah. night. Date <laughs> night. This was game Tina Fey and Steve Carell. Um, versus Rain Man, 1988. Day. Oh, man. Uh, I was ready. I, I have nostalgia with date night. Saw that. Uh, like when when Rachel and I first started dating, so that, that was good. So I have a lot of nostalgia for that. But then you said Rain Man, and Rain Man's better. So yeah, all right, Chris. Yeah, no, Rain Man is better. April. As much as I really want to say Date Night, I have to say Rain Man. Yeah, there Josh. It is. I'm just. I'll catch you guys later. <laughs> <laughs> I'll catch you on the back nine. The thing is, is Date Night's really good. I think it's, it's, so it's really, really good, funny and charming. But yeah, there's no doubt it's Rain Man. All right, we're gonna do two more, and then we're jumping into just lists that we've already ranked or movies that we've already ranked. We have Dodgeball 2004 versus Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Oh, 2008. Oh, so here we go, Daniel. What do you think? Wait, what was the first movie again? Dodgeball. Dodgeball. Oh man, um, man, I just don't wear. I don't have a lot of feelings towards Dodgeball. Like it's fine. And then you got Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, which I have gone on record and saying is not as bad as everybody says it is. But you I'm not are, saying it's great you either. Are literally, Chris Jr. You can't bring yourself <laughs> to not like anything. Uh, no, I just I think it is not nearly as bad as people get. I, I think people uh, had a strong reaction at it at the time, and they have not revisited it and given it a chance. Um, but that said, I don't really lo- I don't love either movie by any means. Ah, uh, man, um, that's really tough. Uh, I guess I guess I'm gonna go with Indiana Jones just because it's got okay. Indiana Jones in it. Hey, X Men Last Stand one. Why not this one? All right, Chris. <laughs> Hey, listen, just because it's got Indiana Jones in it, that's what I am voting for. I, I don't care at all about Dodgeball. I saw that yeah. movie. That's the one that has, like, the, the guy throws the wrench, right? He's <laughs> yeah. like, you didn't throw a dodge. stupid. Didn't... Yeah, no, I'm not. Otherwise known as comedic brilliance out there. <laughs> yeah. Good old, that's Rip Torn, right? Rip Torn. Yeah, mm-hmm. now I'm remembering that movie. Yeah, no, definitely uh, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Come on, oh, April. Do my the right gosh. Thing here. Okay, Do the right I thing here. love indiana jones all the indiana jones yes, and that yes. movie uh was one of the first movies i walked away from and did not like at all yeah so oh, and no. i love dodgeball so i'm no. going with dodgeball yeah yes all right josh so just vote chad just do this the answer is dodgeball which is hilarious <laughs> and a classic and crystal skull is garbage so not garbage. To Killer ants. We go. Garbage. Get out. I have a feeling. Swinging I know it's gonna through win. the jungle against motorcycles. Come on, people. All right, it's close. Dodgeball is sitting at seventy percent, and Kingdom of the Crystal Skull is sitting at seventy-eight <laughs> percent. I'm really so surprised Kingdom, by that. Kingdom of the Crystal Skull wins. It's got a fifty-three audience score, no. so it's got a rotten audience score compared to Dodgeball's seventy-six. What is wrong with that? And the critics brought that movie up. 
aliens. There are aliens in it. Indiana Jones give it doesn't a chance. Indiana give Jones shouldn't chance. have aliens. It's stupid. Why? Why not? He's got Nazis with th- I, I, melted faces. There's never faces. been any hint of any type of alien in any other Indiana Jones, and it just comes oh, out of Oh, no, no, so no, 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 no. This, this, <laughs> what are we go talking Chris, about? Let Chris lay some cannon on you. <laughs> he's, got, he's got a fanfic over here I'd like to <laughs> yes. show to you. Never mind. It's not even worth not even worth debating this. Let's just keep moving. Let's just keep All moving. Right. All right. Somehow. Save the argument have... for another day. Somehow we've got two of the worst movies I can imagine that have advanced tonight. <laughs> All right, people. Speaking of worst movies, we have Batman and Robin, 1997, oh, versus The Theory of Everything from 2014. Different what films. Is the, what is The Theory of Everything? Oh, it's the Stephen Hawking movie. That's the sad one. Oh. Yep. All right, Daniel. Um, obviously... There is one that is a better, an unequivocally better film here. Uh, but also, I love Theory of Everything. So uh, I think it was a great film. So there you go. Okay, Chris? I have not seen The Theory of Everything. Okay. So okay. I'm going to have to pass. April? Yeah, I try to see all the Academy nominated films, but I just didn't want to see it. It looked sad. So I haven't seen The Theory of Everything. It's great. It's no, really it romantic. It's really good. Great. I just Joshua? can never get to do it. I haven't seen whatever the other one was, but I'd like to Batman vote for the Robin? theory of everything. Yeah. Batman and Robin. <laughs> no. Yeah, no. Yeah. Uh, I thought the theory of everything was fine. I didn't think it was great. I thought it was fine. Uh, well, Batman so and Robin vote. was terrible, but we can't vote for either yeah. since we don't. So we will do dismiss both of those and go to the last one before we jump into ours. The original Iron Man from 2008, Ooh. the movie that started it all can... for the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Versus Rambo, First Blood, Part mm. 2, oh, from oh. 1985. Yeah, it would have been a good one if it had been just First Blood, but First Blood, Part 2, 1985. Daniel? Uh, very easily Iron Man. Chris? Iron Man. April? I haven't seen Part 2, but I know if I would have saw it, I would have said Iron Man. But I <laughs> no matter what. Yeah. <laughs> and Josh? Ditto to what she said. Yeah. Um, yeah, Iron, the first Iron Man was fun. Iron Man so is great. It so holds good. up today, still holds up. All right, people, so now we're going to move into, just for the next few minutes, we're going to move into only films that we have already ranked of the 250-some so that we can kind of winnow down our list a little bit. We have The Butterfly Effect versus <laughs> Independence Day. Daniel? Oh, this is uh, I, don't re- I don't like Butterfly Effect. Uh, and Independence Day is dumb, but it's, it's, a, it's a classic to me. It's so good. Okay. So good. Chris, Indiana, I mean Indiana Jones. Independence Day is not dumb. It's amazing, <laughs> but it's awesome. It's, it's awesome. one of I'm it is you. high art. It's, it's so the good. most incredible movie <laughs> that's ever been made. April, I would say that Independence Day is art, not high art. But I'm going with Independence Day. Okay, Josh. Um. No. <laughs> Just it's no. It's not dumb. It's amazing. Yeah, it's Independence Day for sure. Okay. Let's go to The Matrix versus Die Hard with a Vengeance, 1995. Oh, we dodged a bullet there. That could have been tough. Uh, well, I do like Die Hard with a Vengeance, but it's okay. clearly not uh, not anything compared to Matrix. Yep. Chris? Matrix all the way. April? Yep, same Matrix. Josh? It would be Matrix. 
It is the Matrix, and the Matrix, believe it or not, is only at 93 on our list. What do you wow. think about that? Whoa. We have Pirates of the Caribbean at World's End, ah. 2007 versus The Sixth Sense from Ooh. 1999. <laughs> Come on. Can we all just... Six cents. Six cents. Six cents. I would, I would love to vote against both of those. Oh no, movies. definitely six cents. I was going to say pirate <laughs> just to make a laugh, but <laughs> six. It cents. is a six cents. All right, now we have ocean. Oh man. Okay, <clears throat> we have Ocean's Eleven, the two thousand and one film, versus <laughs> Wall-E. Ooh. Oh Lord. Those are literally Ooh. both in my top ten of all These time. Are, oh my god. Wow. So Daniel, yeah. So what was your vote again, Daniel? Daniel, oh. what do you got? Oh. Dude, uh, man, that's really hard. Um, oh man, uh, I'm struggling with it. They're both so good. I would say, I mean, I've rewatched the Ocean's Ocean's Eleven is probably like one of my most watched films. I just watched that so many times. Uh, so I guess I'll go with that. That's a really hard one, though. Ocean's Eleven. All right, Chris. I think I'm gonna go with Wally. Um, so I just good. I really, I really think that that movie did something special for it being a kids movie. Um, so I'm gonna go with Wally. Okay, April. I agree that both movies are really good, and I loved Wally, but I loved Ocean's Eleven even more. So Ocean's Eleven. Okay, Josh. That's that's tough. I wish I had a clearer memory of both of them, but I, I think I have to vote for Wally. Yeah, I'm just going to vote for Wally. Tiebreaker. Oh. Tiebreaker. So the tiebreaker for me in this one is not quite as difficult. I think the first half of Wally is is perfect. Uh, overall, it's still wonderful and I love it. But Ocean's Eleven is in my top like three of yeah. all time. I've watched yeah. that movie Whoa. more than any. So really? I have watched Ocean's so Eleven good. more than any movie I've watched, period, full stop. I mm. love that movie, so it's Ocean's Eleven. I don't know, man. man that, was, that was a good matchup. Something that's just about it. It's very compelling. All right, we have, now we've rated these movies, but as I see them, I begin to doubt the truthfulness of, of <laughs> what brought us to this point. So we have The Professional from 1994, which uh-huh, okay. I know a couple of us have seen, and then Changeling from 2008. Uh-huh. So Daniel? What? Um, man, I just don't have, I mean, I've seen both of them. I just don't have strong feelings towards either. Um, I guess The Professional? I don't really care about either film. Okay, Chris. Changelings, Angelina Jolie. Yep. Mm-hmm. yep. Clint Eastwood directed. Yep. I don't think I've seen that. I don't think I've seen it, so I'm going to have to bow out. Okay, April. I have not seen The Professional. Okay, Josh. I don't know what either of those movies I knew is. that we were liars. <laughs> All right, I've seen them both, but we don't have enough, so we'll have to dismiss both of them from... The pantheon. Of oh, I've universe. seen the changeling. I've just forgotten all. Yeah, I'm, 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 yeah I'm, I'm looking at it right now and realizing that I, I have seen it. Too but late. I, they're banished forever. It's so. gone. It's fine. It's fine. I'm all sorry. right, no here we go. Let's them. do five more, and then we'll call it, and we'll move on to our review. But we have Dodgeball versus Austin Powers, International Man of Mystery from 1997. The Is that the first one? one? First one. Daniel, yes. what do you got? Uh, yeah, Austin Powers. Chris. Yeah, baby. <laughs> April. I'm actually going with dodgeball. <laughs> Whoa, the dodgeball flag is flying tonight. Yeah, I really <laughs> enjoyed that movie. It was stupid, but I I loved it. Yeah, it was great. All right, Josh. I don't think I saw dodgeball. I get it mixed up with Balls of Fury, mm-hmm. which is not that funny. 
Um, no. Dodgeball, I really love, but Austin Powers, that first one was, it was a, a phenomenon. So I'm going to go with Austin Powers. Which brings us to Silent House, 2011. Not Silent House. Silent Hill? No, it literally says Silent House. Wait, what's Silent <laughs> House? 2011. Never heard of this film. This is not a movie. Uh, this is on our top 100? This is Elizabeth Olsen. Top 20. Well, no, 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 no. This isn't, oh. our top, this isn't our top 20. This is the mo- just movies that we have ranked on our full oh. list at some point. That that uh, was the one that was like presented in one take, I think. Right. Elizabeth Olsen. It. Yeah, I have not seen this either, so right. I have no idea how it's on our list. Right, I'll dismiss it. Oh, interesting. This is a, okay, well, uh, maybe. We'll see. We have Groundhog <laughs> Day. 1993 versus Top Gun, 1986. Oh, I can't wait. So, Daniel, what do you think? Uh, Man, I freaking love Groundhog Day. That's my very easy answer. Top Gun, obviously I didn't see that till decades later, and uh, I don't don't get it uh, at all. What? I don't get it. I don't get it. So, yeah, Groundhog Day is just a classic. So good. I I feel the need, the need for speed. Tell him, tell him, Chris. What do you got? Come on. Top Gun. Are you kidding me? You did pick Top Gun. All right. Yes. Oh, no. Look, Groundhog Day is fun, but Top Gun. Man, that movie is awesome. The the soundtrack, the music, mm-hmm. the motorcycle. Come on, come on the motorcycle, the, the, the volleyball, the men's volley beach come volleyball. On. I mean, come on, come on. Come on. Mm. All right, April. <laughs> I'm very ashamed of this, and I try to keep it secret, but I have not seen Top Gun. What? That's, that's nothing to be ashamed of. It doesn't. It's, <laughs> I don't get it. No, it's actually been on my list forever to see, but whenever I have a free moment there's something just i'm more interested in watching sadly I but i want to see it, it. i just have yeah. it it will not have the same meaning for you <laughs> oh well okay josh i am not ashamed to admit this my wife tries to make me feel bad for this but she just can't because i don't care that i haven't seen top gun wow well three of us have seen it so we don't have to dismiss it right correct right um but we have one vote each Woof. What? Oh, you're what? the tiebreaker. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, Dude. I, I have to go Groundhog Day. Thank man. you. Chad usually gives Thank you. Oh, oh, Chad, Chad, thank you. I love Groundhog Day so much. Come on. Okay. Uh, we have Pan's Labyrinth 2006, mm. an underrated masterpiece. <laughs> I'll, I'll give you that. Versus, I'll give you that. Versus Panic Room 2002. Daniel. Oh, man. Uh, I, like I said before, I, I definitely think Panic Room is, is, is underrated, but... It's very clearly Pants Labyrinth. Yeah, Chris. <sighs> he always does Come this. On. This movie makes me mad every it's time. Just Come such on. a great sigh. <laughs> Panic room. Oh. I knew it. Mm, I hate you. April. <laughs> For the creativeness of it all, I have to go with Pants Labyrinth. Good, hey, Josh. I wish I could vote for Pants Labyrinth, but I haven't yeah. seen Panic Room. Pants Labyrinth, not even close. It's now up to 44 on our list. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. We have Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace versus huh. Eastern Promises from oh my 2007. Gosh. Versus very, what? Very interesting. E- Eastern yeah. Promises. Eastern Promises, yeah. All right, Chinatown, Daniel. what? Guys, it happened twice this episode. I have not seen Eastern Promises. I haven't either. What? what? I haven't even heard of that. Yeah, oh, I, know, I know it's Viggo Mortensen, David Cronenberg. What is it? It's... It's it's a throwback to this kind of like gritty gangster world. 
It's mm. it's really good. It has one of the most intense kind of fight scenes in a shower. It's amazing. Two uh, naked yeah, men fighting. <laughs> no, yes. I mean it really is. It's crazy. I've been there for that. <laughs> I will have to dismiss that one. So we have Star Wars Phantom Menace versus Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. So this is the 2005. Tim Burton, Tim Burton oh. Johnny Depp. Yep. Uh, Interesting. Phantom Menace. Okay. Chris? Yeah, no, Star Wars. Absolutely. April? Yeah. Yeah, Star Wars. Okay. And Josh? I mean, I don't. Yeah, I guess Star Wars. I thought Charlie and the Chocolate Factory was okay. But, I mean, Duel it of is. Fates alone. Yeah. Dun, 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 dun. It's game yeah. over. Star Wars. All right, two more. Uh, actually, before, let me, let's whittle. You guys want to do top 50 or top 20? What do you think? Let's do top 20. 20. Do it. Top 20. Here we go. Let's see if we can get some movies. Mighty Ducks. Here we come. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we have Schindler's List, oh, 1993 man. versus Chicago. Two Oscar oh, winners. Oh, man. What do you got, Daniel? One is so much fun. Uh, and and then there's and Chicago. Then there's Chicago. Uh, <laughs> oh um, my gosh! Wow. <laughs> no, that's uh, not even funny. That's horrible. I you don't know. Yeah, Chad. Gosh. It's all uh, you people. Of course, it's funny. <laughs> uh, no, I mean they're both great. They're both really great movies. But uh, I mean, of course, I mean Schindler's List is far more important and good. Okay. Okay. Chris. Yeah, Schindler's List, but man, I love Chicago. Yeah, it's so good. Okay, mm-hmm. April? Literally three nights ago, my husband and I almost sat down to watch Schindler's List, but we just couldn't stomach it, and I have yet to see it still. Oh, so man, yes. April. Yes. I just can't. I mean, every time I want, like, I want to see it. I wish I could just put it in my brain, but I don't actually want to see it, if you that should. makes sense. You should. Okay. Pe- people I know. build I know it up. I, I mean, it's. I'm not going to say not... it's a fun watch, but it's pe- people build it up as if it's like yeah. you're going to ruin your life. Like it's 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 really. That's not. how I feel. It's so not. it's not going to ruin my no, life. No, I mean it's not going to no. make you happy. But uh, right, it's it's. I know. It's just... like I would compare it so like a movie like Twelve Years a Slave. Yeah, that's yeah. a movie that will wreck you as far right. as just what happened. Not that this doesn't, but it's in a different way. Uh, right. It's brutally hard to watch. Where I think Schindler's List has moments that are not quite as. Uh, I know. Graphic. I need to see it. It's on my list too. Move on. I'm terrible. Okay, we've established that tonight. Okay, <laughs> uh, Josh. I disapprove so much of the content in Schindler's List that I think it's a terrible movie, and that no one should watch it. Oh. I haven't seen Schindler's List. That was oh, okay. wow. That was just my best impression that was of a, Daniel. That was a throwback to Daniel. I appreciated the wow. callback. I really did. Wow. I, I did. I did. Unbelievable. Uh, Josh, you need to, well, I mean, you need to see so many things, but okay. Uh, yeah, it's definitely Schindler's List, although Chicago's fun. Uh, I don't think it should have won the Academy Award that year, but whatevs. Um, we now have, oh, I know where this crap's going. We have (laughs) The Lion King. Yep, that's my vote right there. Versus Jerry Maguire. Oh, yeah. Show me the money. Yep, yep. Yep. Go ahead, Daniel. I, I said it last time we did Flick Chart. Uh, man, I, so I watched Jerry Maguire the first time and liked it, and then rewatched it not that long ago, maybe, maybe a year ago, and it just did not work for me uh, watching it the second time. So, yeah, uh, very, very easily it's The Lion King. 
Chris and Chris Jr. break. (laughs) (laughs) Do it, Chris. Do it. I mean, I really like Jerry Maguire. Like, it's a great movie. It's show me the money. It's you had me at hello, but you know, Lion King's the best. Yes. So I'm going with Lion King. What just happened? April. As long as I have known you. I love Jerry Maguire, but uh, love the Lion King more. Yes, you do. (laughs) Yes, you do. Yes. (laughs) Oh, good. Put that man in his place. Click the button. (laughs) I really wish I could vote for the Lion King here. But I just oh, have not seen Chris. Jerry. Click the button, Chad. <laughs> not playing this game. Click the button. Start my own list. I don't need you. Oh my gosh. The Lion King's great. The music, but the, as a movie, people love the music. Jerry Maguire's no. better. No, it's, it's fine. Not. It's not. It is. You would say it Jerry is. Maguire is a better film. That's ridiculous. Yes, like the, I would. The Lion King. I would. Oh, come on. I think The Lion King is come a better on. musical. People love the music. Of course it's a better movie. musical. It's a very traditional. <laughs> it's a very traditional hero's journey. It's fine. It's not great. It's, it's But it holds up. It's fine. Like, to this day, can still Chad. make grown Which is the better musical? It was a close call, but <laughs> Jerry Maguire <laughs> just didn't win. No, I'm saying people's love for the music makes them think it's disgraceful great movie and i disagree with that tell me tell me about the scene tell me about the scene where tom cruise curls up under cuba gooding jr's paw (laughs) as he dies (laughs) and has the money passed down to him one day all of this will be yours now this one is difficult for me and we'll do a couple more uh but we'll see it's the wizard of oz Mm -hmm. versus jaws Oh, oh man 1975. By the way, The Lion King is currently number five on our list. All right. So, Daniel, Wizard Uh, of Oz or Jaws? Man, two of the best movies of all time. Um, But, uh, I mean, I think I get more enjoyment from Jaws. So, Jaws. Okay. Chris? I'm going to go with uh, Oz. Oz or Jaws? (laughs) (laughs) April? (laughs) Just for historically what it did for movies, I have to go with The Wizard of Oz. It's not a bad pick. You could have said everything yeah. would have worked even for if you Jaws. said Jaws. Like, for Jaws too, but Wizard of Oz is older. So. There for a moment I was like, Just what is she going to so say? You're on. voting for it because it's older. You... It did For back then it did more. Well, whatever. It's, I liked both movies, but. It's... I actually like Jaws better, but I feel like I have to give it to the Wizard of Oz. Okay, mm. you are not allowed to play this game anymore. <laughs> this is not how this game Chad works. Is so mad. I like a movie better, but the other one's older, so I'm going to vote for that one. No, I it feel was like color. it deserves no. it for more what it did. Historically important. It wasn't more historically important. Jaws was, but whatever. Oh, Jaws was man. more historically important to your it personal created, affinity for swimming pools. It literally created the summer blockbuster. Go ahead, Josh. Wizard of Oz. <laughs> so or angry. Hey, guess what, Chad? I, go I ahead. can't vote. No, you can't. Because okay, because not only have I not seen The Wizard of Oz, I've also not seen Jaws. So what? wait a minute. Wow. Wait a minute. I can accept the fact that you haven't seen Jaws. You haven't seen The Wizard of Oz. <laughs> I, look, for once, I read all of those books. I don't need to see no movie. Uh... <laughs> All right, so I'm sure I've seen parts of it at a dentist's office at some point. All right, dentist's office. (laughs) Oh my gosh, guys! You want to know? You know what the Rotten Tomatoes score says? We're gonna have to go to Rotten Tomatoes. I'll tell you right now, 
Jaws is sitting at a 97, and The Wizard of Oz is sitting at a 98. Oh, oh my gosh. Oh, man. I oh. cannot allow this, April. You have broken this game. No, no. Rotten Tomatoes agrees oh, 1%. Oh, man. Chad is going to start his own list without Jaws everybody. Jaws is currently number two. I cannot. Wizard of Oz. I like Jaws a lot, but clearly... Wizard of Oz is one percent better one percent for what That's it right. did. Don't don't, I, don't just get I, mad at April. Chris voted for it too. Yeah, but Chris is a moron. I expect Chris <laughs> to do those kinds of things. I don't expect April to say I like the other one better, but I'm not going to vote for it. Oh, this is ridiculous. <laughs> Chad this expected exactly that of me. Now the Wizard of Congratulations. Me, now the Wizard of Oz is now number two on our list. I hope you're happy. Yes. Where's Jaws? Where did that go? It dropped to number three. Stupid. Oh, so <laughs> sad. All right, here we go. Before I resign, my letter is on the way. Die Hard, the original 1988 mm-hmm. non-Christmas movie versus Back to the Future Part 3. Oh, Part 3. Oh, part three. oh okay. Well, there you yeah, go. Die Hard, for sure. Die Hard, all right. Chris? Die Hard. April? Best Christmas movie, Die Hard. Yes. <laughs> Not a Christmas movie. All right, Josh. <laughs> I I'm not sure. I don't think I've seen either of those. I, oh my know. gosh, Josh! One day, Chris and I are going to kidnap you yes. for like a week and make you watch so many movies. Absolutely, you will, you will hate it us will so and love miserable. us at the same time. Oh, man. <laughs> like now I can right. now I can play this stupid game, but that's a week of my life I will never get back. Okay. Oh, it'll be with your best friends though, Josh. Yeah, Josh Come on, oh, here's you just made me more depressed about it. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing. This is the last one we're going to close on this one. This one is going to be difficult. Oh, boy. This one is going to be difficult. This is Schindler's List 1993 versus our current number one, The Shawshank Redemption. So, mm. here we go. Two very different movies. And Daniel, it is to you. Um, that's actually not I mean, that's not not that difficult for me. I think uh, obviously Schindler's List is is fantastic, but uh, it's gonna go. It's gonna. It's gotta be Shawshank for me. Okay, Chris. I I actually agree. Shawshank Redemption for me. Okay, April. Well, we haven't already seen Schindler's. Yeah, I haven't seen it, but I love Shawshank. Just throwing that out there. But I well, wouldn't then vote for you it. You love Shawshank, so you're gonna vote for Schindler's List. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Joshua. Ditto to what she said. Obviously. So then my vote doesn't matter, but... But you have to do it, because Chris yeah, said you did. Yeah, I think Schindler's List is magnificent. I it is. I don't love the... I don't, yeah, I, but Shawshank is almost perfect, so I vote for Shawshank. All right. Oh, shoot, we have to do this one just for Chris. All right, so we will do this one. So this one is Air Force One, 1997, yes. versus Toy Story One. From oh. 1995. Get off I my know plane. Most people would find this easy, but That's I'm interested in what Chris is easy. So, Daniel, <laughs> you're voting for Toy Story. That is wildly easy. All right. So, Chris. No, skip me. Skip one? me. I'll go last. <laughs> All right. Yeah. April? By the time you go last. Uh, Toy Story. Okay. Uh, I love Air Force One. Man, I love it. I love it. But yeah, so it's definitely you should Force vote Story. before me. Yeah. Oh, have you you haven't have you seen Air Force One? Yes. Uh, again, I lived with Chris. So yes. Definitely <laughs> okay. one he made so me Josh, watch. So Josh, which one? Toy, Toy Story? Story. Okay. So Chris, would you actually vote for Air Force One? His wife. 
his child, his base. This is what I had to deal with. Glove. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna vote for Air Force One just out of principle. Just because you know it can't win. All right, people. Well, we hope you've enjoyed this version of Flick Chart. Uh, unfortunately, we have reworked our top five to include now the Wizard of Oz at number two, but uh, that's where it is. <laughs> and uh, like we said, if you'd like to follow us, go to flickchart.com slash screenerspodcast and let us know what you think. And with that, we will move into our main event review of Detective Pikachu. Welcome to Rhyme City. A celebration of the harmony between humans and Pokemon. Tim, your dad was a legend in this precinct. If you were anything like your dad... I'm not. I remember. You wanted to be a Pokemon trainer when you were young. Yeah, that didn't really work out. Someone there? Whoever you are, I know how to use this. Oh, jeez. Here we go. I know. You can't understand me. But put down the stapler or I will electrocute you. Did you just talk? Whoa. Did you just understand me? Oh my god! You can understand me! Stop! I've been so lonely! They tried to talk to me all the That time. was the trailer for Pokemon Detective Pikachu. The IMDb description reads, In a world where people collect Pokemon to do battle, a boy comes... Well, that's not entirely true with the movie, but that's okay. A boy comes across an intelligent, talking Pikachu who seeks to be a detective. This was directed by Rob Letterman, who did uh, the surprisingly really good movie Goosebumps a couple years ago. Stars Ryan Reynolds as Pikachu, Justice Smith, Catherine Newton, Bill Nighy, and more. Uh, This has been... We we actually all, all of us... Uh, rank this really high on our summer movie wager. Um, so uh, before we dive into our review, how are you guys feeling? It made $58 million this weekend, but still came in second to Avengers Endgame this weekend. How are you guys feeling about where this is going to land with our summer movie wager? Do you feel good after this opening weekend or not? I'm feeling pretty good. I think it'll definitely be in top 10. I don't think, I don't know if it'll be as high as I put it, but. Yeah. What do you think, Jeff? We'll see. Uh, I feel pretty good. I don't have my list in front of me, but I think you had it up at four. Yeah. I think I was further down at six or seven. So that even at seven, I think that's probably high because I think I, I don't know where this is going to land, but probably it's definitely not 200 million, maybe yeah. 100, 110. So I don't feel great. I saw an estimation that if they do like the multiplied by three estimation, whatever, that they think it'll make around 160 million for the summer which would put it at around nine or ten yeah yeah i definitely um I, ha- I had it at four and i definitely feel like that was that was definitely too high i don't think it's gonna make four um I, it de- i feel very confident that it'll be in the top 10 I-, I feel like probably a seven or an eight is is probably where it's gonna land um yeah so. yeah i had it at six which is in retrospect that's yeah that's probably too high. But i had it was- at six as well wow i thought we all i thought it Oh, I didn't think I was Chris, one of the only ones. You, you and Chris, had, I yeah. think Chris had it at four or three yeah. as well. I honestly thought so. this was going to do a lot better. I, I thought the reviews were going to be better. Um, it's, mm-hmm. it's sitting at like a 63 on Rotten Tomatoes. And then I thought that was going to kind of propel uh, comebacks. So we're not there. But 
even so, maybe the Rotten Tomato score is slightly low, but we don't know what the screeners yeah. thought yet. So we are going to dive into our review right now. We are going to start with April. What? First of all, what is your history with Pokemon, if any? Um, mm-hmm. And then what did you think of Pokemon Detective Pikachu? Okay, so I have a vast history with Pokemon. I grew up playing the Game Boy games, Pokemon Red, Pokemon Blue, the original. All right, Pokemon oh, Yellow. I played... The trading card game, I collected them. I had a holographic holographic Charizard that was my baby that I carried around with me everywhere I went. Oh, man. So, stuff happening right wow, here, people. Wow, this is great. Yeah, so to say I'm a Pokemon nerd, and when my first daughter was born three years ago, she was born about a week before Pokemon Go launched. Mm. So literally, that was the only thing that got me and my husband out of the house. We would just walk around our neighborhood catching <laughs> nice. Pokemon and nice. driving to gyms. So I I enjoy Pokemon quite a bit. Um so, that being said, I was super excited about this film. I had very high expectations because I think the trailers that they put out were excellent. Um, and they had really good marketing for it. So, I was very excited. And you can't go wrong with Ryan Reynolds. Although, I had a hard time not picturing Deadpool for the first yeah. little bit. But, anyway, I digress. So, what I liked about it, I think it had a, li- a lot of really fun... Um, like fan service to people that love Pokemon. Like there's little things here or there that I don't think if people didn't play the games would fully understand or laugh at. Um, But since I love Pokemon, I thought the movie was very fun. My favorite part about it was just, just kind of, yeah, like I said, the little bits that they did. um, I won't go into it because of spoilers, but they just kind of just the, the more Pokemon world centered scenes that they did. I'm trying to think of the Mm -hmm. right words. Um, but the third act got a little bit crazy for me, and there were some plot issues that, uh, that were just challenging. Mm. So, but overall, I thought it was a really fun film, and I'm very glad that I saw it. Um, but yeah, that's kind of it. I definitely, I, I don't, I'm curious to know how someone would like it if they didn't really have any previous pokemon experience so you're you're mixed on the film am i hearing that right or are you still leaning positive because of your love of pokemon overall i would say i'm leaning positive i did really enjoy it i i would recommend it okay i i don't know that i would recommend it to someone who doesn't know anything about pokemon okay i think it might be confusing but yes i enjoyed it i would say oh it was overall good okay all right chad uh what is your history with pokemon and, uh, you know, just for those those who do, who might not remember, uh, Chad is the elder statesman of the screeners. <laughs> oh, oh. He was he was born in the early 1900s, um, so he might <laughs> be out of the age After group. tonight's flick chart, I feel like that's true. I feel like <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. The world has passed me by. Uh, so what what is your history with Pokemon, and then what did you think of the film? So here's the thing. I am... I am a, a geek, a, a proud geek from way back. I mean, I played every iteration of video games you can imagine, you know, as far as consoles and board games and D&D to all the way to, uh, you know, Game Boy, which was my, like, world-changing in our lives. But Pokemon is one of those properties that for whatever reason, like, looking, I tried to look back and remember why had I never really participated or, or experienced Pokemon? And I don't have a good reason. So I really can't remember or I don't know why, but I have zero history. The only history I have with this property at all 
excuse me, is probably from, it wasn't, and, and April could, could correct me, but a couple of years ago when they first launched Pokemon Go on your phone, mm-hmm. uh, that, mm-hmm. that app is a couple of years ago, and it was, it just took over the universe. Mm-hmm. And so I downloaded it and played it for a couple of weeks and it was fun. Um, and that, that's really the extent of my interaction with the Pokemon universe. So that being said, I feel like as I watched this movie, that there were things that were happening that I was just unaware of. I, I, I likened it to uh, some friends of mine who have not seen most of the Marvel movies and then went and mm. saw Endgame and didn't understand a lot of the things that just didn't land for them. And so for me, I, I am sure because there were moments when the audience would laugh or they would do something and I didn't, I didn't get it. So uh, I think that was a strike against, um, you know, my potential enjoyment for the movie, because uh, I'm all about fan service and giving them things that they would like, but there felt like there may have been uh, enough of that, that uh, it didn't land for me. I think my bigger issue with this, uh, two big issues. One is Ryan Reynolds. I love Ryan Reynolds. He's amazing. I don't think he was the right voice for this character. I really don't. I, I just could not not think about Ryan Reynolds and in Deadpool it works because it's a it's a character that's alive in this scenario where it is a a CGI version of this creature it just didn't work for me number two and the the bigger issue for me was I just didn't think it was funny enough Hmm. I I've seen a lot of people say that they feel like this is a super fun entertaining spectacle of a film and i don't think it's super fun or that entertaining. There were moments where I laughed for sure, but I think a lot of the humor didn't land. I think the plot is so unbelievably convoluted that it's, it's not only hard to understand, but that when you have this construct of a detective and a mystery, a central mystery that you're trying to solve in the movie, it, it made it difficult to plug into the the momentum of driving towards solving this mystery because everything was so weird. And I don't mean weird like in the universe weird, because that's one thing that I really loved. I thought knowing nothing about this universe, I thought they did a fairly good job of just dropping us into the middle and, and explaining they had some exposition tricks that they used, but kind of explaining the rules and how it worked. And it's visually sumptuous. It's great. It, it's really neat to see all these different creatures. And I thought the world certainly reminds me of Blade Runner. I mean, it's that kind mm-hmm. of sci-fi vibe. And all of that is cool. But the story on top of it was not interesting to me. It wasn't, I wasn't excited to figure out what was going on because the mystery got lost within the explanation of what in the world this plot was that we're trying to figure out. It was complicated. And I get what happened at the end when we talk spoilers about the switch, uh, not the switch. Sorry, I don't need to say that. I get what happened at the end and we can unpack that in spoilers, but I just felt like it wasn't funny enough. It wasn't entertaining enough. And it was, the plot was such a mess that I just didn't like it that much. I don't, I'm not negative. Like I don't think, you know, I think on Letterboxd I gave it three stars, which is the bottom of my positive Mm -hmm. rating scale because my son saw it and he liked it. My seven-year-old son, he liked it well enough. Um, So I think it is entertaining for a certain person, certainly someone that has a history with the property, certainly young kids. It's visually uh, thrilling, but that's about it for me. Just, Mm. I wanted to love it. I just couldn't, I just did. I wanted to have fun. I just, I just left it and thought, okay, 
I saw it opening night. I can't remember hardly anything about it. I mean, outside of my notes, Mm -hmm. it's just extremely forgettable. I I think this universe has great potential. I would love Mm -hmm. to see another film in this universe. Um, I just don't think this was, it's just doesn't excite me about what is next to come as someone who's a non Pokemon person. I'm not excited about, well, let's get back into that. And that's a shame because I think, I think it could have been great. And I do think, had word of mouth been stronger, if the movie was stronger, this is the kind of movie that could become a massive hit. Right. But I just feel like people left and they were just kind of like, uh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, so still mixed, but mixed. Like you said you landed mixed. positive. Yeah. Yes. So yes, I will never watch this movie sure. again. Uh, I, I don't, care about it i want to so the more that the longer that i think about it my my review skews a little more negative when i walked out of the movie i was like okay it was fine yeah so i'm just right on that mendoza line okay all right so uh for my history with pokemon um i i was not allowed to play the games as a kid or watch the show so I think I think my parents thought it was demonic or something. So I had no history, yes. <laughs> uh, and I still believe that today. No, um, uh, so I had no po- no history with Pokemon until Pokemon Go came out, and then like Chad, I played that for a couple months um, and and really enjoyed it. I probably played it uh, maybe a little bit longer than when the fad kind of died out, um, but then it died out with me as well. And then I picked it up a year and a half ago. And that game is fantastic. I have not stopped playing it since, I will have you know. Um, I really enjoy Pokemon Go. I think it's a fantastic game. Um, And so that's my only basis of knowledge. So I'm pretty sure, having not watched the show, having not played the games, um, I feel like it's only giving me a basis knowledge of the Pokemon themselves, not really anything Mm -hmm. about the world, though. So I don't know about the world of Pokemon, but I just know the Pokemon themselves. And there is no doubt in my mind that that heightened my experience a lot because exactly like April was talking about, it was awesome watching these characters, uh, you know, that I've played in the game a bunch uh, come to life and come to life exactly like Chad was saying, come to life in a really visually excellent way. I think that the number one thing of this film is that the world building is so strong. I think even, you know, Chad has no experience with Pokemon and he, you even said you would love to see another film in this universe. That's how strong the world building is here. Um, mm-hmm. And so that's that's the character work is great. The visual effects are great. The 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 uh, the way the Pokemon interact with humans, it, all of that is fantastic. And now I totally agree. The story is super thin. There are so many plot holes, so many leaps of logic, very specific ones that we can talk about in spoilers. Um, I mean, there were m- many moments in the theater where I, I was literally thinking, what? What just happened? So I will not defend the story at all. But really, that the world building was just so strong that I enjoyed the movie quite a bit, regardless, because it was just the world was so charming, and there was this inherent fun for someone like me who who mm-hmm. plays the game uh, to see these Pokemon in a, in a real world setting. I think Ryan Reynolds, I I think Ryan Reynolds did fine. Um, I am totally with you, Chad. That um, I think he was the wrong choice because his voice and even the way in which he voices the character, not just his voice, but the kind of the vocal style is exactly Deadpool. It's just Deadpool. And, um, 
Now, there are reasons. He talked in, in interviews and kind of said that he had wanted to do maybe a different type of voice, like a more kind of crackling detective kind of uh, noir voice. And there are actually story reasons why that doesn't make any sense. And so mm-hmm. that's fine, but I wish they had gone that direction. Um, and so we'll, we'll talk about that a little bit more in spoilers. But um, I do wish somebody else had played this voice. I think it would have detracted a little bit less. Even though he does a fine job, he's still funny in the role. Um, yeah, so I enjoyed this movie a, a, a quite a bit. It, even though it has a very, very weak story, it's still fun. Um, I do want to watch it again because I'm a fan of, of Pokemon now that I, I kind of want to watch, you know, catch the things that I missed, pick up on those things. And so that'll be fun, but it's a very weak story. I think as a children's movie, because remember, this is PG. I think as a kid's movie, I think it does a decent job because it does. It's a very thin story. I don't I'm, you know, uh, not having kids uh, old enough to to watch a film like this. Uh, I'm wondering how 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 did Cole follow it? Did he follow the plot very well? I mean, it's it's hard to say. I I don't think so. Yeah. As far as he very much like you would expect for a, a, a child at his age. Anytime there was action or spectacle mm-hmm. or the Pokemon were on the screen. Um, and he loved the, you'll have to help me, the the bad guy. I don't think it's a spoiler to say his name. Mewtwo? Um, yeah, Mewtwo, he knew that character. Sure. And so anytime he would see it, he got excited. Yeah. He would, you know, he'd lean over. But as far as trying to follow the story and what was going on, I couldn't even barely mm-hmm. do it. So, no, I don't think he okay. did. But he, I asked him when it was over, I said, hey, buddy, did you like that? Do you want to go, would you like to see that again? And, he, you know, just when you're seven everything is a yes sure, it's like yeah. yeah you know but i don't we've left other movies where he was you know like spider-man and the spider-verse for example yeah. which is also that's a fairly complicated plot but he left that just on cloud nine this one he was just kind of like okay that was fun sure sure okay well yeah i so so overall um i think for a kid's film it's fun um and for a pokemon fan it's it's i think it's it's pretty good uh, really good actually for a pokemon fan um mm-hmm. but yeah there's a lot of issues with this movie so i'm not gonna even try to defend anything with the plot or story because it's very weak but still uh, i would say i'm probably a little bit more positive than both of you but but just by a notch um not not much more and uh yeah so that's where i landed so we're all we're all a little bit mixed on it but we still all skewed positive so um so that's that's very interesting um, so was there anything you guys wanted to talk about before we head into spoilers, anything else about the film that you want to throw out? I think the, you know, again, like I said, the more I talk about it, the more negative we get. I think the theme, <laughs> the theme that they were trying to hammer home about, uh, family mm-hmm. and about, about who is your family and which it seems like we've had a lot of those yeah. themes yeah. recently <laughs> in the last, mm-hmm. um, I appreciated what that was, but it it was difficult for it to have the emotional heft that they wanted to in mm-hmm. the way that they tried to accomplish it um, because of the things that we already talked about, right? It was almost like this afterthought, um, but, I, you know, it's PG, it's it's wholesome, it's funny. I mean, there if you have kids, I think you should take them. Um, cause I think they'll, I think they'll like it, but it just, it, I think the thing that probably bothers me more than anything is this feels like a movie that is close to being really great. Yeah. 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 Like there's, a, there's just more time with the script, a, a leaner, meaner story, mm-hmm. clearly defined kind of thematic through line. 
and then just up the fun a little bit i think in their effort to make it make the mystery you know mm -hmm. kind of go forward and use the detectiveness of it um it just kind of bogs down a little bit so i just feel like it's so close yeah. it's so close yeah yeah I, I gotta be honest when you said you said uh the theme and then you kind of paused i literally had no idea where you were even going i don't same i, I, I don't same. know what <laughs> I didn't pick up on any like themes in the film. I mean, I think you're right. I think probably f discovering your family, who, what that really means. I mean, but that I feel like that at this point, you're so right. We've had so many of these lately. I feel like that's kind of the mm -hmm. lowest common denominator. It's a yeah. great, me not saying it's not a great message. I just feel like it's pretty easy to do, pretty easy to kind of just throw that into most any movie and uh, mm -hmm. and plug that in. And yeah, I, did, I didn't pick up on any real the strong also, thematic message. I also just felt in this film, there wasn't a lot of really good character development, so mm. a lot of the emotions they were trying to drive home felt a little forced. Yeah, especially with uh, sure. Catherine Newton's character, I would say she she feels mm -hmm. really just kind of dropped in there, and yeah, um, yeah, she was she, her character was extremely weak, and I, I unfortunately uh, I don't think performed very well either. Yeah, but that thing's cute. Whatever that Pika thing is, it's cute. A Pikachu, Pikachu, man, it's a Pikachu. <laughs> you know Freaking. Pikachu. Give me a break. Listen. I don't know this cool. world. You're I'm not to be that cool. Pika whatever. Listen, I literally just told you I grew up <laughs> playing Dungeons and Dragons with my neighborhood. You think I'm cool? I Give actually me a do. Break. I love Dungeons and Dragons. So, uh, right, listen, dorks. this is I am. I know I'm, I'm such a dork. I'm just saying he's freaking cute. Yeah, he is and, cute. and the animation style is great. It's really good. The animation was. They need so a better good. script. It was so fun because I grew up so. For you non-Pokemon nerds, there's different generations of Pokemon. So I grew up, I only knew Gen 1. Yeah. And I only was introduced to Gen 2, 3, and 4 because of Pokemon Go. And I think they're up to like, they have way more generations than that now. So, But anyway, it was just really fun. I just loved when they were walking through the town and city and just looking in the background yes. to all the different Pokemon that, that were great. in the background. And I was just getting giddy, just getting excited about how they were animated and yeah. That's why uh, I want to watch it, it was, again. It was I, fun. I want to pause yeah. it and like under, see them, you know. I say, oh, I well, just didn't understand there. the rules. It was like we're throwing a ball at something, <laughs> and then it's your partner, but it doesn't have to be. And then, <laughs> yeah, how do the rules of this work? Yeah. Because now I can just adopt a new partner because mine died, but he's not dead. So is it my real partner? I didn't yeah. know. I was just confused about what's happening. And that's what I felt because, like I said, the game doesn't have those same kind of rules. Uh, it doesn't have the whole partnership thing. And so, um, so I didn't In know the that original. I games in the show though it does right i'm sorry i meant pokemon go is what i meant oh, okay. um and so and so i the, the pokemon go doesn't doesn't teach you those rules about the world and so yeah. i didn't know that either and what i felt was like i think this was a fantastic and really brilliant way to approach a pokemon movie because it allowed them to do something totally different and um i think this is the least alienating way to make this pokemon film by doing detective pikachu making a mystery all that sort of thing but they still tried to get you familiar with the world with that, that whole opening Cubone scene where he's trying to catch Cubone mm -hmm. and which, which was really cute and fun, but it had nothing to do with the rest of the movie. We didn't need to know those rules in order to understand the rest of the plot. So it was kind of pointless. I think it was more it's a nod. Cubone, that little dude with the little skull in his head. Yeah. Mm -hmm. or yeah, dude, that's a cubone, I don't know if it's a girl. That <laughs> thing's Chad. freaking cute too. That yes. is awesome. Yes. I know. And you know, in the games, he's sad because he loses his mother. So oh, he's like wow. always sad because he's always looking for his mom. Oh, well, they depressing. Should, that would have been helpful in that in this movie. It would have <laughs> I would have cared a little bit more. Although that was really cute. That was cute. Yeah. 
and that's the thing the whole thing psyduck super cute super funny uh there's just so much cuteness and fun in this movie um that that it just it, it, that's what pushes mm-hmm. me into the positive. i agree with you for half of the things that you just said <laughs> okay lots of cuteness not quite as much fun i still, but had, whatever. Fun I still had fun um i walked out of the movie going you know that definitely should have been better but and i i watched the film with with my wife who who also played pokemon go and then uh my friend british who has no connection at all whatsoever to pokemon and he 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 kind of still felt like you chad he he overall enjoyed it but uh but just kind of didn't really get it so i think that's kind of the overall opinion yeah so april let me ask you a question as do pokemon participants at your level do you look down on people like daniel that just play pokemon gone on the app like they're peons and not real fans bandwagon fans tell the truth <laughs> tell the truth um a little you do <laughs> i knew it i knew it just wanted That's to get fair. all the cards on the table That's here fair. but you should add me because i have a challenge that i need to add three friends so yes send yes me your name later yes we will <laughs> work that out but that's great. Uh, yeah, I, I and for the record, I, I love Pokemon Go. I think you all should should play it again. After everybody, it was so glitchy in the beginning. It's not glitchy like that anymore. It's mm-hmm. it's a really fun game. I really really enjoy it. So, uh, so yeah, I think we've talked enough. Before we dive into spoilers, so before we get there, we're gonna go around and do our rating system like we always do. I'm gonna ask you whether you should uh, suggest people should see this in the theater, whether they should pay to rent it whether they should wait till it's on a streaming service you already pay for, like Hulu, Netflix, Amazon, whatever, uh, or should they skip it all together? April, what do you say? So I'm going to kind of split my audience. I think if you are a Pokemon fan, have played Pokemon Go or anything related to Pokemon, absolutely see it in theater. I would even say kids of a certain age. Mm. I don't know what those ages are, but whatever. Kids should see it. I think they'll love it. So parents with kids. If you are just a single adult that knows nothing about Pokemon, I honestly would probably just say skip it. Why they got to be single? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It just felt more depressing to throw it to It say was that. definitely more depressing. <laughs> uh, if no one will date you, don't go see this movie. It'll make if it worse. If you're sad and alone. <laughs> Chad, what do you say? Uh, this is, I mean, I don't want to be that guy, but this is a square in the rental category for me. I don't, I don't think it's, um, I, I think it's better than just watching it on Netflix in the background. I think that if you rent it at home, it's worth five or six bucks to sit around, especially if you have kids. Um, but from a worthiness standpoint, it's for me, it's just below the, the line of, of me saying, you know, run to the theater and see it. I think this would be a, a rental. Yeah, uh, I agree with everything that April said, uh, but I'm going to give a more definitive answer because that ticks Chad off when I do that. So uh, so I think that unless you have uh, some affinity for Pokemon, I think this is a rental. I think um, I do think I don't think you'll regret renting it. I think paying a little bit of money for it, I think is perfectly fine. I don't think um, you'll and feel it's like, short, too. It's like an hour and 45 yeah, minutes. Yeah. So, so yeah. I, I think I think it's good. I, you know, I think there's nothing about the film, even though it's visually great i don't think there's anything about it that feels screams theater worthy um again unless you're a big pokemon fan so uh so yeah i think a rental is uh it's good i don't give the rental i don't pick the rental option very often so uh so there you go throwing that one out there awesome yeah all right with that let's dive into spoilers for pokemon detective pikachu the first rule of fight club is you do not talk about fight club well you look nervous 
Is it the scars? You want to know how I got him? In the dream, I knew that he was going on ahead. He's fixing to make a fire somewhere out there in all that dark and all that cold. And I knew that whenever I got there, he'd be there. And then I woke up. Man, that spoilers bump is just such a downer for Detective Pikachu. <laughs> but here Pika, we are. Pika. Here we are. We are in spoilers for Detective Pikachu. All right, so we've talked about the thin plot. Let's dive in a little bit more. Chad, what were some of your problems with the plot of Detective Pikachu? I just think I think it takes too long for you to click on click into what is actually happening mm. from a mystery standpoint. The opening scene, uh tell me the character's name Cubone. again, sorry. No, not Cubone, the um the bad guy. Oh, Mewtwo. We think is, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Mewtwo. So, you get the opening scene with the car driving away, he breaks out and he blows up the car. And then we don't find out we get the we get the trick, you know, where the what's the character's name? Oh, I can't I'm blanking on his name. Um the dad, the grandfather name. guy. I don't even remember his name. Oh, what's his real name? Bill Nye. Oh, the character. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you get you get his character showing the the technology of this is what really happened, and then we learn that his father's alive, and then but that's a trick, and it's this whole mind control thing, and all of that stuff. It's just it took forever to get there, and by the time we get there, we're already moving into the third act. I just felt like there there's keeping the twist fine because there's really that double twist you've got mm -hmm. the 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 guy is bad his son has been tied up in a locker mm -hmm. evidently he's been super quiet until he didn't need to be but whatever and then and then <laughs> you get the creature at the end uh who's actually good but you don't really ever get a full understanding of how his powers work he can ev he's evidently god right. he can reverse time and bring people back and it's just all a lot right mm -hmm. for a kid's movie to kind of lay, I'm a big believer, especially in, in movies like this, that the twists work best when everybody is fully engaged into a simple kind of thing that gets everybody driving one direction. But if you would have stopped the movie before that kind of hour point there and asked me what's going on, what are we actually trying to do? I could have said, well, we're trying to find out, you know, who this person's dad is or whatever, or what happened to his dad. But that's about it, right? It was just confusing, and it just so as a result, I couldn't get behind the the narrative momentum that they wanted for me. I just don't think the I don't think anybody was clearly developed enough in this scenario. Even the way that that detective uh, the, did he have a name, or do they just call them whatever they're all whatever they are? You call them whatever called. they are. Yeah. yeah. So even the Pikachu and the and the kid and the way they come together so quickly, and then the way that whole friendship develops we should be and i'm just talking for me of course i should be more invested in that relationship where i'm enjoying what they're doing in their adventures and and all oh, they're they're bonding and coming together but they were so busy chasing down all this this other ancillary stuff they just didn't you know i just didn't i wanted to like it more i just couldn't yeah i just couldn't. yeah there wasn't a lot to care about um because it was yeah. it was pretty convoluted i agree with what you said about mewtwo uh, we we never we never understood what his powers were, why is everybody after him, what can he do, yeah. what can he offer us, whatever. And he's just 
this all-powerful being. That's that's really yeah. all we gather from from the film. So yeah. And then they would have these things where he would say we would hear his inner voice saying humans are evil and then they would say humans are evil but there's good to be it was just all this i was i don't mm. get i don't it's it seems like there was a pathway to make this a lot more digestible yeah. and and they didn't take that for whatever reason and i and i just assumed it was because there's a lot of lore around these creatures and characters that pe- that they expected people to bring to the table and so they didn't need to unpack it which usually i'm pro that i'm like don't spoon feed the audience i don't want that but for someone without a lot of um background with it i just i didn't get it well i can say as someone with a lot of background in the games mewtwo it was basically the storyline that mewtwo has in the games where he gets developed in a lab and then he escapes and he's the most powerful pokemon ever and can basically he's basically invincible and can pretty much do anything um so i mean they never really dive into what anything means in the games but i guess you can just believe it so anyway i had i was less uh wishy-washy on his powers because i just knew it was like oh it's mewtwo he's he can do but is he good or bad in the games um he's kind of more neutral like he's been he's been hurt by people so he goes off and hides in a cave. And so I, in the games, you're the Pokemon trainer that then after you beat the game, you can go into the cave and catch him, but you have to have a Master Ball because you can only catch him with a Master Ball. So there you go. Interesting. I know y'all are more, like, this sounds so no, lame. It does not. That actually sounds more interesting. Like if we were, yeah, whatever. I don't, I don't want to beat a dead horse. Like if they were trying to catch this creature uh-huh. with the Pikachu and this other guy, and there was a reason, and he was afraid of humanity and couldn't control his powers, or what? That sounds way more interesting than this thing that we got. So, but yeah. whatever. So, but April, so you said that that makes that made a little bit more sense to you than it did to Chad and I, but you still said the story was pretty thin. So, what what are the ways in which you felt the story was pretty thin? Okay, here's. Here's my biggest complaint about the whole thing. So what's the um what's the the dad's name? The bad dad, bad dad. What uh, was his name? Howard Clifford. Howard Clifford. What was his end game? Yeah. Like that was my biggest issue. So is he gonna be in Mewtwo for the rest of his life while his body sits in a, in a wheelchair? And who's gonna is who's gonna feed his body? Does he does his body <laughs> like not need food anymore? Was he just gonna leave his son in the closet for forever? Like I just. And what was the point? What what does he get? Like yeah. I don't understand what he gets out of having all these humans live in in Pokemon. Like, yeah, I, I, just... I get what he gets from being in Mewtwo. He gets power, right. all this right. stuff. But yeah, I agree. Why, why why was he changing everybody into Pokemon? I don't I don't I still I didn't, don't get yeah, it. Yeah, I I didn't understand his motive, and even his explanation still didn't make sense. I don't know. It, that was just his motives were just the most the weakest part of the whole film for me because there were definitely other plot holes yeah. for sure. But I can look past a lot of plot hole issues if I think it's validated or if I think there's actually a reason for them. But I just I did I couldn't buy. I just I didn't get what he was wanting. It and didn't it didn't make sense. I agree, and because they they saved that to be some big twist then it doesn't come until the end of the film and so we don't we right. don't get anything that he's motivated by until the last you know towards the the middle of the third act and it's just it's yeah. just too late at this point and i agree with how just ridiculous his plan is and to begin with 
his entire plan is foiled by somebody simply removing a headset off his head. That's it. That's all they had to do is, oh, pop, oh, that's well, off and, your head. And his son falling out of the locker, well, which it. was awesome. Yes, but... <laughs> Yeah, it was just, that was just so weak. I was like, I know it's a kid. I really do know that they were aiming for the kids market here. But really, is that the best we can do? Uh, that was that was definitely very weak. So am I, am I to gather that we're applying rules of logic in a universe where these creatures walk around and get captured yes. by balls that's, and they have magic? Well, yes, because that's, <laughs> the, partner with that's the thing. I, I feel like sure. the film builds this world that actually is... That that feels lived in. It feels like it makes sense, even though it's humans walking around with these Pokemon. Mm-hmm. The world still feels. It feels like Earth, just with with these Pokemon on it. You know what I mean? Like it does. It did feel like a logical world, like a lived in world, just with these creatures. And then and then all this pretty fairly. Stupid I just stuff don't. Happened. I just don't think. I I still don't understand, and I feel like it would have benefited the film greatly if it's even in there maybe it's not they didn't really unpack enough for me this idea of you can capture or capture i don't know you can get a pokemon but they can reject you but if they accept you your partners it feels like there's some kind of bond that's supposed to happen Mm -hmm. right if you accept each other and that should equate to something more than because it just seemed like that was you had one or you didn't have one. It was no yeah. big deal. Or I just, I didn't get how all that worked, but it seems like they could have done a better job of making that partnership. If it means something, mean something where it just didn't, it didn't really some benefit to that, I guess, other than you're lonely and now you have a partner. Yeah. I don't disagree. I don't disagree. So, uh, I think uh, one of the, one of the biggest scenes that I had an issue with is after uh, what are their names? After Tim and Lucy, uh, along with Pikachu and Psyduck, go like they kind of break into the lab. They cut a hole in the fence, which was extremely easy for them to do. Uh, then they they uh, you know explore the lab. Then they almost get caught. They run away. They run into this forest, and the forest turns out to be giant uh, Torteras, and they're just all of a sudden, you know, it's, <laughs> it, the world is going crazy. And that's all fine, I guess. But and then they just sit down. Yes. They just, they didn't do anything. They were just kind of adjusting, I guess. Um, and mm. so, and then they get, they, they have run all over earth. They've just been running and running and then they fall in a river. And Almost all the, dying off yes, the edge of those things. All this stuff is happening. Pikachu is almost dead, right? He's almost dead. And then they're trying to save Pikachu's life. And uh, he only got hit by like it looked like a pebble. Yes, too. Yes, I completely. Like, agree. Why don't Why don't you at least make it a boulder? That was that was ridiculous. But then all these Bulbasaurs <laughs> come up to save his life, or to at least show Cute him show him the way to go. And then Lucy's just like, "I'll meet you at the car." And I go, "Where's the car? What? Like, <laughs> are you're just gonna meet him at the car? I don't understand." And then it goes from there to. Uh, Mewtwo shows up to save Pikachu's life, and oh, it's a big moment, and so, and then Mewtwo gets captured, and then it just cuts to Tim and Pikachu walking back to the car. Yeah, what? I was so confused. That they was just, a weird transition. Why just, didn't they also capture yes. Pikachu what and the, the heck? kid? That was so bizarre. And I guess you could explain it away that it was Ditto doing it, not Roger, the the son. Right, but so he even, just had one track I mind. Yes, but that did not work at all. That was bizarre. So am I gathering that we're tra- applying rules of logic to <laughs> a world where these... Yes. Yes, <laughs> yes we are. 
Yeah, it, it just didn't yeah. make any sense. And and it didn't make sense, like, just from a plot perspective. They just run, ran all over. How do they know where they are at all? It was just strange. Uh, the, weir- the weirdest thing in that was the whole thing. What are the big creatures called that, like, turtles with earth on their back? What are those called? Uh, tor- uh, Torteras, I think, right? That's actually a gin above what I've played, so yeah, I actually so don't know. Let's, let's say Torterra. Torterra is correct. Yes, it is yeah, Torterra. Yeah, something so, like that. The idea that they're they make a big thing out of those creatures and they run through and then they stand up and they're like ah and then they just sit yeah. down yeah it was totally and pointless. then they just walk away it's like why did we do <laughs> yeah, that stupid yeah and it so didn't actually dumb. make any any like no physically it didn't make any sense like the walls no. the worlds were like closing in on each other so what was a was a Torterra flipping over another Torterra <laughs> like, like what was happening that, are they like rolling right. doing somersaults. Yeah, that didn't make any sense. Yeah, that entire sequence just did not work for me at all. Them exploring the lab, I think, worked okay. I mean, it wasn't great, but it worked fine. But then everything... Lab with the worst security ever. I know, exactly. Mm -hmm. It was weak. It was weak. So, I don't know. Um, That was how convenient uh, that that one computer that had the little time images was still working. Just beeping. Yeah, Yeah. it was great. It's very nice. It was great. Yeah. I don't know. So uh, one of the biggest, uh, I suppose you could call it a twist, comes at the very, very end when we finally see who Tim's dad is. They, uh, it, the, the film did a very uh, conspicuous job of hiding his dad's face in all of these flashbacks mm-hmm. and everything. So you know there's a twist coming at the end. But I honestly did not see what twist coming until, until we were pre- pretty close to it. What did you guys think of Ryan Reynolds himself being Tim's dad? Uh... Honestly, my first thought was, is he old enough to be his dad? Yeah. Yep. They tried to gray up his beard. I honestly, yeah. I thought that it looked like Ryan Reynolds' body double the entire time. Mm. I mean, if I'm being honest, all the, all the, when they go out of their way to not show you yeah. his face and all yeah. that stuff and his frame, I thought, but I didn't think it was for that very reason. I thought, well, he's not. I don't think the math works on that unless, I mean, maybe. So so Ryan Reynolds is 19 years older than Justice Smith. So, I mean, you know. Sure, okay. Could, you know, that could work. But they were making um, Justice Smith's character in the film like he was a full-time working adult, right? Well, I mean, he's so, he was born in 95, so he's I mean, 24. I guess you could have a full-time job at 19, yeah. but typically you, I don't know. I think if they would have written him in college, I would have, yeah. it would have been a little more. Yeah, Not that anything else is really believable, but, you know. <laughs> yeah, Again, and, with the logic. The, and the other thing is, did he not know his dad's voice at all? It's his dad's yes. exact voice. Yes, I, I said that. Like, well, I, yeah. that, that didn't work for me at all. And and that goes back to what we talked about before. Oh, before go ahead, no, go ahead. That, that goes back to what we talked about before spoilers is, that's why they couldn't change Ryan Reynolds' voice because it had to be him at the end, right, like right. himself, but... Again, the his, the character I think would have been so much stronger had it been a less human voice, uh, and they couldn't have done this twist, of course. But I, I don't think they needed this twist. I mean, the story was already uh, I'd already kind of given up on the story as is, so it's not like this kind of saved yeah. it. So, and it was super busted that this boy's grandmother has given her life what's left of it to raise him yeah. and he's on his way home and he's just like, nah, yeah. I'm going to stay. Here. Right. Somebody better call grandmother and be like, Hey, I've, I mean, which is fine. You want him to be with his dad, but it, it's like, she's waiting. Is she going to wait there for like three hours at the station? I also thought it was Why terrible. Why aren't you coming home to me? They, they clearly would have had that conversation before he was boarding the yes. train. Yes. Yes. Like, Absolutely. Why, why even 
Yeah. Was like, yeah this that, was just for emotional effect. That was another thing that was underdeveloped is I never got a clear understanding of why did he have a bad relationship with his dad? Like, just because mm-hmm. his mom died? And, and a very significant bad relationship, so much so that he didn't want to be with right. his father at all. Right. Didn't know his And, and everybody else is like, your father's the greatest I man I've ever <laughs> I know. known. It weird. Yeah, it was very strange. Yeah. Come on, man. Very strange. Uh, was there anything else you guys wanted to dive into with spoilers for Detective Pikachu? No, I am surprised at how much we've talked about this movie. <laughs> I really thought when we did this review, it was like, this is going to be like seven minutes long. <laughs> I, but, look, it's a decent... But you a, don't know Pokemon, yeah, so... I don't. Yeah, I don't. You're right. You were right. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, it, it was It was decent. Like I said, I, I am excited to watch it again and pause it and kind of, you know... No, you're not. Do I? No, you're not. I am. I am. You're I, not excited to watch this movie I again. Daniel. I actually right. am. I actually right. am. So we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Uh, but yeah, uh, I think there's. I think we've kind of covered the film enough. Mm-hmm. All right. So with that, we will end our review here. I hope you enjoyed Flick Chart and our review of Detective Pikachu. We can't wait to see you next time, where we'll be reviewing John Wick Chapter Three, and we'll also have a special bonus Game of Thrones reaction. Well, I don't watch the show, but everyone else does, so they're excited to talk about it. And we can't wait to hear more from you. Make sure you follow us on social media, on Twitter, on Facebook, everywhere you do the social stuff. We'll see you next time. And that's a wrap. You've heard what the screeners had to say. Now you be the critic. Head over to screenerspodcast.com and let us know what you think. See you next time.